0: Good morning, Ray. Good morning, John. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you, man? I'm doing fantastic. Hey, I have to take my vitamins.
1: Do you have to take your vitamins? Yeah. Uh, okay. i, I got to take my juice. I, I appreciate that you waited until we started the, the recording of the podcast to determine now is the time to take your vitamins. These are some
0: horse bills, Ray. Look at these things.
1: So I, I just got a, uh, a response from a listener who listened to Mentoring versus Managing. Yeah. And I don't know if you remember how we ended that one. I do not. Uh, you asked for people to respond and say who was right and... And who's an idiot. And who's an idiot was your exact words. Yeah. you so said, so just finished listening to Mentoring versus Managing. If Higgins wants a poll on who's right and who's an idiot, you're right. And I've realized that. So I'm the idiot. I, 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 uh, if I don't train properly, then I can't blame the trainee. What's his point?
0: I like it. Yeah, so he's in management, and he's in management. Yeah, he is. And he doesn't think I'm a genius. No, no. What is the world coming to? I, Ray? I know, I know. It's a, it's a, during this time. In these trying times. <laughs> in these trying times. God, I hate hearing that. Hey, do I sound a little uh, kind of congested still, a little hoarse? Hey, I just got a notification about what Saturday morning sales meeting is live now.
1: Woo!
0: So, uh, we have anybody viewing? Uh, yeah, viewing, we have huh? four viewers. Some are on Twitch, some are on Facebook. <laughs> oh, we're up to seven now, Ray. Whoa. About eight. Just keeps yeah. going up. Yeah. So, so, uh, can I tell you about my hat, Ray? Uh, yeah, tell me about your hat. It's a Davy Crockett quote.
1: And it is? Uh, let me read it to you. Yeah. All right. Uh, you may all go to hell, and I will go to Texas.
0: David so, Crockett. So David Crockett was in an election. I don't remember the whole backstory, but I think it was against Andrew Jackson maybe. But but he basically is a, at a meeting or a debate or something and, you know, talking about voting. And he says, well, I think I'm the best candidate, and I think you should vote for me. And if you don't, you can all go to hell, and I'll just go to Texas. <laughs> so he did he lost the election and he went to Texas. And he went to Texas. He yeah. left
1: Tennessee. Yeah. Oh, well. Wow. Uh, How about that? A very interesting uh,
0: bit of trivia there. I like it. Yeah. So uh, he thought if you don't vote for me, you're obviously an idiot, and I don't want to be around idiots. So I'm, right, yeah, out well, of I'm well, going to I Texas. What around here for? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, you, you had your chance. Right.
1: You don't appreciate Uh, me. The
0: The world's not going to push around old Davy Crockett anymore. You almost said John Higgins, didn't you? (laughs) Isn't that flying from a movie? I'm sure. Hey, uh, you want to do a little current events? Yeah. Hit me with some current events. Well, let's see if I have any. Because I think uh, I did research this morning for our show today. Right. And I was very prepared. And then you got here and told me that I didn't have the topic right. (laughs) <laughs> I thought it was on setting and fulfilling goals. Oh, okay. And, and now you're telling me it's setting and fulfilling... Uh, Expectations. Cu- promises to the customer. Yeah. Right? Branding or whatever yeah, you mission missing. Yeah, brand stands promise
1: or individual promise as a salesperson, as a management team, as a
0: dealership. All right. So one of the things I saved is a little... Uh, uh, picture here with a with words on it. What do they call those? A meme? Uh, maybe it's a meme. I don't know. It's like all over Facebook, you know, a picture of a beach and some words of wisdom.
1: Yeah, I think typically people refer to those as a meme.
0: Okay, this one says, stay away from people that act like a victim in a problem they created. <laughs> good point. <laughs> that's a pretty good one. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of people who need to see that. I, th- I think that's... Uh, Relevant to our topic de jour. Okay. Uh, Here is another one that says, here, I want to read this to you. Please. This is kind of controversial, but I'm going to read it anyway. All right. There's a scene in the Gulag Archipelago where a crowd performs a required standing ovation at the mention of Stalin's name. Finally, one man has enough and sits down. That night, he is sent to a prison camp and the arresting officer tells him never be the first to stop applauding. So he goes on to say, I think about that story a lot. We live in a culture that demands that we affirm mainstream orthodoxy by performing ever more elaborate displays of approval and adulation. But eventually someone has to sit down and stop applauding, whatever the consequences may be. But I just think with, you know, during these trying times. Right, yeah, here we go again. <laughs> yeah. We got to be... In the new normal. Yeah, I mean, it just brings to mind things like, well, you go to uh, you go to the grocery store and you don't have a mask. Well, now you're a social pariah because you don't have a mask on. Right. Well, somebody's got to go, no, I'm not wearing a mask anymore. Yeah. Uh, we well, got the politicians all pandering. You know, you had all the Democrats with their Kente scarf on the other day. Right. While you got Trump out in front of a church with a Bible.
1: Right. And they're accusing each other of you know it's a photo yeah, op, well, right? Yeah, they're all just in it for a photo Look, op. At, so. at
0: some point, we gotta, yeah, we gotta quit with the standing ovation and oh feelings. Everybody deserves a trophy, right? It's time. It's sometime we gotta get back to reality. Absolutely. Business is business, and it's driven on profit. And that was the two, my, one of my two rules for our topic today, Ray. Okay. So would you like me to start? Yeah, please. All right. So number one, I thought in this uh, kind of mission statement of setting and fulfilling promises to the customer, number one, we want to be moral and ethical in everything we do as a company. Absolutely. In our marketing, in the way we treat our people, you know, internally and externally, we want to first be moral and ethical. Yep. All right, if we can accomplish rule number one or goal number one, then we can move on to number two, which is maintain sustainable profitability. If, we, if we're if we not making a profit, what are we're, we doing? we're not in business. Yeah, we're in a charity, yeah. which let's assume we're in a business. And if we can't maintain profitability, then we have no reason to have these employees and we can't pay them anyway because we're not making any money. Right.
1: It's not going to be a business for long.
0: Right, right. So those were my two rules. And uh, then I had a couple of other thoughts that we can get to later. Okay. What do you think about my two rules? I like them. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think not just as a dealership, but as individuals, I think everybody has to own their own ethics and and being a, a good steward of the responsibilities <coughs> of their role. But it certainly comes from the top. If the dealer principal is maintaining, a, we're going to do things ethically and and in people's best interest, then it goes to the management and down to uh, to the sales staff or or the service staff. But. Yeah, I think across the board, absolutely.
0: You finding some good uh, show ideas there? No, I was looking for that one that I commented on earlier today this that I read day, to you,
1: and now my feed reset. Oh, man. You, you know the one I'm Maybe talking about? Maybe you should have saved it. Yeah, I don't even know how to get to the
0: save. I have a ton of really good ones I've saved. It's right under your name over here. No, it's not. Go up to the top. Go to your name. My over here. My top
1: is going to reset the damn thing again. Over
0: isn't your name over there on the left? No. Well, I don't know. This is this is great T V though. I'm sure people are glad that they're joining us live. Yeah. Well
1: <laughs> Again, I mean, like I always reference that guy, you know, sat there on uh on camera with all those watcher people watching and he was just baiting a fishing hook. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, for people that don't know, what you're referring to is I was showing you Twitch one day and right. just to kind of showing you what it's all about. Okay. It was a guy that had like a camera on the back of his pickup truck looking at the bed of his truck. And he was sitting there at the bed of his truck or maybe as a picnic table. And he's putting a worm, an actual live fishing worm on a f- hook, right. on a fishing hook. Well, it wasn't live. Oh, was it dead? Yeah, because he had left him in the sun. <laughs> That's right. They and were was just like, a oh. gloppy mess. But he's not
1: talking. He's just sitting there looking at his hook, and <laughs> but he
0: then goes he... and picks up the worm.
1: He's like, oh, crap. I left him in the sun. <laughs> but They're then he baits the hook. And then he baits he... the hook with the dead fish, and he's like, well, probably not going to catch anything with a dead worm, but I'm going to go try. And then what? Then he walks off camera right. and goes fishing. And he doesn't take the camera with him. No. no, right. So it was just the camera and his, you know, I guess he was sitting on like his cooler or something. So it's just his cooler and the camera and the
0: background. He's, he's, and he's off. He's, yeah,
1: he's, he fishing. went fishing.
0: I mean, shoot, So that's your standard, is if you can be as entertaining right. as that. And he had all these people who
1: were like watching him and commenting and, I mean, sending him money and all this crap. I was like,
0: oh. that's,
1: I can't. Is there any way to find the ones that you've commented on?
0: (laughs) Do you know? Do you... Do you want to do that now? Well, I was going to read that post. Okay. I mean, we're in a live broadcast recording an episode. Right. We're recording an episode and we're... Jeez. Saved items. Yeah, but I didn't save that one. (laughs)
1: Oh, my God, right? All right, all right. I'm done with it. I'm, I'm over it.
0: No, you're not. I am. I'm now over you're going to obsess it. about it mentally. No,
1: no, I'm over it.
0: So so what would you say, if, if the audience are our customers of this podcast, are, have you fulfilled their expectations in this episode?
1: Well, the episode is fulfilling our set
0: expectations.
1: So I, I our expectation that we set was... That they would see us live as we were recording our podcast. And, yeah, they're seeing us live as we're recording our podcast. Okay. Now, are we exceeding their expectations? No, I would not say we were exceeding mm. their expectations, which should be the goal. But yeah. are we meeting the expectation? Well, yeah, for the expectation we set. Okay. And hey, we right. both have
0: on blue shirts today, right?
1: We, we set the bar pretty low. We do. But don't they look purple? All
0: right. So this is your topic. Uh, this is your episode. You came up with this. No, Where are we going with it?
1: We, we
0: own it together, John. I want your buy-in. Do
1: I have buy-in for No, from you?
0: no. Absolutely not. Not no? right now. No. I think right. this has been a catastrophe. Well, we haven't even really got into it. <laughs> and we're already seven minutes
1: but that's not, you know, buy-in or lack thereof of the topic. That maybe is the function of the recordings. All right. But can you buy into the topic?
0: Can I, I get some? I'm halfway bought into the topic. All right. I'll talk about it, but but it's your topic, so so I expect you, know. you to lead the
1: conversation. So if if I and I'm more than happy to do that, but you know I, I don't like this. You know my topic, your topic. I think there's just topics
0: that we come up with, you come up with some of them, I come up with some of them. Yeah, I feel a responsibility when I say, hey, let's talk about this. Then I feel a responsibility to kind of lead the conversation to where I wanted to go, what I wanted to talk about. Maybe ask you some questions. Maybe you chime in with some thoughts. It, but I keep it going. Okay. Because I have an idea of what I want to share with the audience. Oh, good. Do, you don't. You don't, You didn't have all that in mind. when, no, when I, you hit record, I,
1: I, I did. I did. Okay. But, but when are you gonna start? Because we just Well, we. <laughs> introduced the topic (laughs) and because we discussed the fact that you know i thought we had agreement yesterday as to this being the topic although then you completely researched a different train of thought yeah uh that that we would both
0: be prepared to to mutually lead the discussion all right, I'm prepared. All right. I took a stab at leading it with my notes that I had prepared. Right, on a different topic. <laughs> no, no, it was <laughs> it on was goals. Topic.
1: It was, topic. Was a... so, so with regard to the topic, uh-huh. which is setting and fulfilling expectations, I think it starts with what's, what's the brand promise, right? What is the dealership offering in their uh, marketing and their social media posts as to what is the expectation that they're setting for the customers when they deal with that dealership, right?
0: Yeah, I agree
1: with that. So, and and again, you know, I mean, as much as I hate it, you got to use the current terminology. So during COVID, all that crap, um, a lot of dealerships are making assertions that they're going to be more digital friendly. Right. So if that's the brand promise they're making, Right in their marketing, and like I said, posts on social media, then are they fulfilling that? Are they meeting at least that set expectation?
0: I don't think the customers understand what the promise is yet. I don't think, I think step one, if you're going to set and then fulfill, yeah, I think we haven't set. So as an in, in most dealerships and as an industry we haven't set what what we're promising to do. So have you seen posts
1: from dealerships talking about their uh, digital friendliness and how they're working with customers more online yeah. now and all of those kind of is that not them setting an expectation?
0: I have seen those posts and what they say is, hey, we're going to make it easier to buy a car now. Right. We're going to work with you remotely. There are two set expectations. I don't yeah, but I, I But think, by
1: saying that, they're setting an expectation. I disagree. Well, what do they do? <laughs> How can you disagree? Because I, I, it's that's like saying it's, it's not coming soon. That's like uh, It's not we're we're going to be at some future date, and
0: we'll let you know when we're going to be more It's like Nick Saban remote. saying we we're, we're gonna um we're we're gonna try to score more points next year. Right. What the hell is that? What are you going to do? What are you going to do to do that? That's what I'm getting at. So you think. The customer goes, oh, great.
1: So you're going to be nicer to me. You think it's not a a, uh, brand promise until they give the details as to exactly how that's going to occur.
0: Yeah. No, I think that there has to be, here's how we're going to do this. Here's, here's what we want to do is give you an easier way to do business with us. Right. And what we think that entails is doing A, B, and C. You know, if we can do these things, then we feel like that, that you will enjoy that more. Okay. Not just saying, well, we want you to like doing business with us. I think that's, that's not an expectation. Yeah. I, I, yes, it is. You're telling me as a customer <laughs> that, you know,
1: if I come to you, I'm going to like that experience. Right? So that's a set expectation. Okay. It may be a very generalized set expectation. It's our brand promise. It's our it's, it's, it's okay. what we're putting out there as this is what you should expect when you come to this dealership. I think everything we post is setting an expectation. Okay. Right? And that's any business. Right? What you're putting out there. I mean, you know, you could have just, a, you know, we're a friendly company. Right? It could yeah. be a tagline. On the
0: side of your... Isn't that like Google's? Don't vehicle. be mean or something? What? Isn't that Google's old tagline? I, be uh, nice. I don't know. Don't be mean. What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> it goes to your point that that can be setting an expectation.
1: Well, I, I think that's more of a statement toward other people. Right? Oh, so. That's more, I am I am projecting an expectation on you. If I tell you, don't be mean, I'm not saying, I'm not going to be mean. <laughs> I'm saying, hey,
0: you, don't be mean. Right? I think that was their, you know, they're saying, we're not going to be mean okay. and nobody should be mean. Okay,
1: right. But I think a brand promise is, you know, you can say, you know, we're the the friendly company. Yeah. Right? And, and that's setting an expectation. You are communicating to me that if I come deal with you, you're friendly. And if I get there and you're like, what do you want? I, get out of here. Right? you go well god I, I thought you always is, is a distinct possibility right <laughs> no, it's it's very likely <laughs>
0: but uh, hey if you come work if you come buy a car from us we won't call you an idiot <laughs> there that would be a, a set expectation yeah, and, and what you and know, so I know <laughs> hey
1: I hate being called an idiot and I know if I go to Higgins Ford they're
0: not they're not
1: going to call me an idiot. And that is most important to me. You know, I heard
0: a trader one time say that if we are meeting the customer's expectations, then we are failing miserably because the expectations are so low, which I think is a a prime case in point.
1: Absolutely. Come
0: do business with us and we won't call you an idiot. Yeah. Which is kind of the flip side of the coin to what you're saying is, come do business with us because we're friendly. Yeah,
1: Or or whatever that said. I just... It's all about we're setting an expectation. Right. Are
0: we fulfilling? Are we meeting the expectation with the customer that we're setting? Are you fulfilling your um, desire to discuss this topic? Yeah. This is where you wanted to
1: go with this? Well, this is one of the places. I mean, I had a little more uh, you know, developed <laughs> Thought than okay. just this was the only topic of discussion. Okay, I'm giving you a hard time, right? Uh, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> you are fulfilling my set expectation. <laughs> well, Cause you had an expectation that, that, that would I would give you a hard, hard time, and you have met that expectation. I appreciate that about you, John. I know you're exactly good. what I'm getting. I know you're gonna mess with the mic a couple
0: times <laughs> while we're recording. I think I just hit this little you fruit bowl back there. It set- probably went clink clink. I'm sure. All right.
1: seeing how we got a mic stand so that we wouldn't have those <laughs> clink clinks uh, so any other thoughts before we move on to my next topic yeah, here yeah, you, you just don't like this topic I mean next time when I suggest something like this go yeah you know what I really don't like that topic rather than sit back and go well, that's a stupid topic alright you want to play this game I'll just come in there and Rip on it the whole time. Because I did not have that expectation. No,
0: that's not...
1: You have not met I'm, my expectation. I'm
0: before. asking for your direction.
1: And I'm giving it. Okay. So moving right along. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we talk about the brand promise of the dealership. Yes. Right? Which is whatever it is. Whatever you're putting out there as... We're going to make it an easy experience for you. We're going to save you time. We're you know, going to be fully transparent in all of our dealings with you, whatever it is. Are you meeting those expectations as a dealership? Now break it down to the individual. Any engagement we have with a customer, I think the things that we're communicating to that customer is setting an expectation of the salesperson. So in order to be effective in our sales, we have to be setting the right expectation. But more importantly, we have to be meeting and exceeding the expectations we're setting, right? If I tell you, hey, when you come in, you're going to have a VIP experience. Well, I need to do everything in my power to make sure that you walk out of there and go, yeah, that, that was a VIP experience. That was fantastic.
0: Right. We may not have come to terms. I didn't find the right vehicle. The money wasn't right. But they did fulfill their their promise to treat me as a vip client right okay
1: yeah or yeah you know i'm gonna have the vehicle ready for you or i'm gonna get you numbers uh you know in an hour yeah right do i get you those numbers in an hour i set the expectation do i meet that expectation
0: well i think that's something to have a frank discussion with your management team about what are we advertising what's our unique selling pro- proposition And I think those are two different questions because a lot of times those two things aren't the same. No. We have a unique selling proposition that we could capitalize on. Right. And then we have marketing and, you know, online ads and billboards and media advertisements that don't accentuate our unique (laughs) selling proposition. I think it's too often a dealer figures out in his own head what he's going to advertise. Yeah. And then he advertises it and nobody is continuing that advertising message when people show up at the dealership wow. or when they call.
1: That's exactly right. I, because I've been, many times I'll go into dealerships and they don't even know, right? What the, yeah. the billboards say. I agree. Great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but that all, goes to the point of our advertising and our in-store experience sometimes are not the same. Right.
1: And that's the point of this is that we need to bring those into a line as much as possible we need to meet the set expectations whether it's brand promise of the dealership whether it's brand promise of the oem the manufacturer whatever our business is whatever we're putting out there is our brand promise are we focused as a company to fulfill that promise
0: and how do we do that effectively ray I think you you nailed it on one
1: thing. One thing we do is we communicate. Make sure everybody's completely aware of the brand promises we're putting out there. There's some that are pretty stable, right? They're just a regular uh, tagline or association to the dealership. It's something we're known for, yeah. right? Or at least we want to be known for. And then there are others that... I think are, you know, kind of whether they're seasonal or in association with the current promotion or those kind of things, those are the ones that I think are more important that we're making sure that everybody in the dealership is aware of what those expectations that we're setting with the customer.
0: I like it. Now, now do you have, uh, let's just drill down in sales department, because that's mostly what we talk about here is, how do we do that? How do we get the salespeople to know what we're advertising this month or what's coming up, you know, this weekend or, uh, how do we ensure that if we're promising a quick and easy online process, you know, who's taking those leads? How do we make sure that the end result is as the consumer is getting what we're promising?
1: Well, I think it's communicated through the manager's, To the people who are responsible for fulfilling
0: that expectation. And would you, I mean, I guess we have like specific department heads that, you know, you got a BDC manager is responsible for doing this for the BDC people. Right. You got a sales manager or JSM that's responsible for making sure the sales people do this. Right. And if we're communicating to all the management team and
1: then the management team's responsible to take you to their individual teams. And make sure that those people are aware, here's the, the what we're setting. This is what you should expect when people call. This is yeah. what you should expect, the mindset of the customer, when they show up. Now, do we have any way
0: to measure that effectiveness?
1: Well, I, I think as we are being strategic in our management, right? Yeah. So if we are truly managing as we encourage, which is through coaching, through one-on-ones, through regular engagement. I think, you know, the the business is only as effective as the management is engaged. Right? That was that that post I was looking for that I couldn't
0: find. Can you tell uh, us what that post said, Ray?
1: not, not uh, You wanna look for it for a few effectively. minutes? No, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. I absolutely do not. Do you remember why it was important to you? It, well it it basically was just to that point. Right, that, that manager's engagement is a direct driver to the success of the business. Right? Are you you know getting good feedback from your quote unquote boots on the ground? Right? What's their experience? What what are they seeing, and where are their frustrations, or where are the what are the things they see working, or what are their recommendations for something that might work that we're not doing now, and then also regular training of them, right? I mean, there's an accountability piece, and I think there's a a buy-in piece. There's a, you know, giving them, letting them own their
0: piece of the process. Yeah, I think that's probably one of the biggest pitfalls that are not addressed uh, when we put out a new campaign or, you know, in these trying times. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) In <laughs> these, these uncertain times. Right. Uh, we're going to do business a little differently. We're going to allow the customer to get trade figures online. Well, a lot of the, I, I would think that was, would mostly come from the sales management staff, but probably from the sales people as well is, um, you know, why why do we have to do it that way? Yeah. You know, the other way is working. We're always number one or we're always top three. Now we got to change all that, you know. I, I think... Again, going back to Dale Carnegie speaking in terms of the other person's interests, if we can't convince uh, our teams that this is a good idea to embrace this mission statement or this you know customer promise, then then we're missing step one. Okay. I just I'm not a big fan of forcing somebody to do it because this is the way we do it, because then they may, do it on paper. Right. You know, they may follow the steps that you say, but they're not doing it enthusiastically. No. And they're not going to be as effective had we taken the time to show why this is beneficial to them to embrace this.
1: And that's what it comes down to, right? I think that's the one of the hallmarks of great leadership is the ability to, uh, to share the idea. Here's the brand promise and here's why. Right? Here's what it means to the customer. Here's why we feel like it's important. And to bring everybody up to speed, I mean, sometimes we'll just enforce an activity and not reinforce the value of the activity. And it's, yeah, it's a hard to do things with heart that you aren't completely bought into. One, I don't even understand why we're doing it. And two, I don't know that I would do it even if, uh, or encourage doing it even if I, I did understand.
0: I, I think you scratched the surface of that. And I think unfortunately, that's as far as most uh, managers or leaders get. You know, whether you're a dealer, a GM, GSM, sales manager, internet manager BDC manager I think you know one way to go about it is say this is the new way this is the way we're going to do it do it like this or you don't work here right that's the worst way right yeah (laughs) kind of the least effective way a better way is to say all right guys we we think we've come up with a better way we want to do things this way you know and here's why we think this is going to be better and make us more money and make us more profitable now do it this way or you can't work here right (laughs) right right, that's the better way now the best way would be guys we've identified a problem yeah you know customers can't come in now like they used to you know let's say this was a month ago because now we're opening back up but customers can't come in here like they used to or they're not going to yeah because they're scared to death so you know this is a problem right uh does anybody have ideas you know yeah. Hey, you guys go out and shop. You go to the grocery store. You go, you know, to the Home Depot. Yeah. Or Lowe's, I would say Home Depot. I like Lowe's, but <laughs> but but I've recently found out that uh, there's things I don't like about Lowe's. But oh, either way, anyway. <laughs> I digress. Right. Amen. Yes. Not really re- relevant to the point. So, home people always seem so dirty and messy, like discombob like a like a uh, big. John. Lots. John. John. Let's for <laughs>
1: so the program here, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> do you remember Spiral. what you were? Do you remember what you were talking about? So, no, not really. Uh, all right. No. No. But So the better way, we have the worst way, the better way, and then the best way is to engage in the process, the right. people who are going to be doing it. Right. And we do that, you know, you and I, we did this as coaches. We would go in and say, hey, we noticed that your call volume is low in your BDC. Right. W- why do you think that is? Sure. You know, Let me get, let's get the discussion going. Now, we know why it is, and we know where we're going with this. Right. And, but, but we ask the question as if we don't.
1: Yeah, and, and I think there's, there's a, a good point there that... Somewhere in I, all I want, that, there's I a good point. Yeah, I, I'm <laughs> going to try to pull it out <sighs> of all the dirt. But so I, effective managers, good managers, I, I don't necessarily want to go in and say, hey, we can't bring people in here anymore. Right. Or at least temporarily. We yeah. can't bring people in there anymore. And we're not shutting down. We want to continue to sell and just open it as a free for all to what are your ideas? You know, I, I, I think it's so easy to get off on, you know, crazy tracks and all kind of, oh, well, you know, why don't we, you know, just go door to door? No, we're not <laughs> going to go door to door. But, To have a framework as a manager, I think that's managing people, is to have a framework, so here's what we're going to do, right? And I'd love to hear where you think some sticking points are going to be, what parts you don't understand, if there's a way we can tweak it. But I never want to just throw out to the group, you know here's the problem what are we going to solve you know, I mean, it no, no, no throw out a hundred years of sales the length I, of time all those people have been in the business to somebody who's only been here for well, a if week. I
0: implied that
1: then no, I no but I think in saying you identified a specific problem And then you got their buy-in on what do you see that as in as coaches? What we do is if they do start to get off track, we can very easily pull them back on track. But what do you think about this part, though?
0: Right. Right? So, Have you ever thought of this solution? How would you go about this?
1: Because we narrow and define what it is, the area that we want to gain participation in. Right. You know, well, maybe if we only worked at night. No, no, that's, that's not what we're discussing here, right? right? We are. You know, here's the specifics. Here's the framework with which we're going to work. Now, within that, is there a better word track? Do you see some sticking points and you know gain there, or or maybe it's just something? I mean, sometimes it's what, something what, that we're why not this? We're going to implement, and we know we're going to implement it. So go in and just get there by it. Hey, here's what we're going to do. Right? There's some things that are mandated by the manufacturer, so we're going to start doing this. We're going to start tracking this. We're going to start pushing this because this affects, you know, our uh,
0: SFE money or whatever the case. I think where you got this idea was this digital retailing thing. Is why I keep going back to that because that's kind of a new deal for everybody.
1: So just to answer that. Really, it's something that I use regularly in coaching, which is you are setting an expectation every time you're on the phone, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if, if I think I can get something, if I'm going to get something back to you, and if everything goes perfect, I can have it to you by t- tomorrow at noon, I'm not going to tell you tomorrow at noon, right? right? I'm going to tell you, like, let's say the service department, especially in service departments, I deal with this all the time, where we say, oh, yeah, you know, it should be available tomorrow morning. Well, you know, if the mechanic who's supposed to work on it runs into a problem on the one that's already on the lift and, you know, that took him until tomorrow morning and he's not even going to get to it till the next day. So I want to set, you know, I want to say, hey, you should have it, you know, today's Thursday. Mm -hmm. You should have it by Monday late afternoon. Now, if I have it done tomorrow at three, I'm a hero, Right. But if I tell him I'll have it tomorrow at two, and I don't have it till tomorrow at three, I'm a dog, right? Right. So I, I've and kind of expanded that because we've talked a lot, and I've heard a lot of other people talking about brand promise, right, as a dealership. So I kind of went from the individual set expectations, yeah, or or salespeople who say, yeah, man, I'll get back to you this afternoon, and then they don't call them till tomorrow. Yeah. and the guy's like I, I thought you were going to call me yesterday afternoon yeah yeah I'm sorry I got busy uh, but you know hey man I got that information for you well th- that's a big deal right And we-, we set an expectation
0: we have to at least meet the expectation if not exceed it well he- here's where my mind goes go on the, the next station on that train track is are we doing anything to see how we're doing on that You know, are, are are we getting the team back together? Like again, digital retailing, all right, this is the way we're gonna do it. Here's the word tracks, here's what we're gonna offer. Uh, And and then a week later, 10 days later, let's get back together and see, all right, you know, we've done this for a week. What kind of obstacles did you run into that we didn't foresee, Right. you know? And and then we can always be tweaking it that way. Should that happen? Absolutely. No brainer. We both completely agree with that. Is it
1: happening? I would assume that it's not because it's amazing the number of places I go, dealerships I go into. I know you run into the same thing where they've never been through the process on their own website. They have no idea what the customer is experiencing. And every time they're on the website, they're getting brand promises pushed out to them. And I'd say the majority of the people in the dealership have no idea... What happened for that customer as they were on the website getting promise after promise after promise?
0: Well, let's sum it up into one word, Ray. Awareness. Right. I don't think that the boots on the ground, either in service or BDC or sales, are aware of what their brand promise is. I don't think that the management staff is aware of how we're doing at fulfilling that brand promise. Right. I don't think the dealers or anybody involved is aware of what the customer's viewpoint is. Right. Again, going on the website and going through that process. Yeah. I mean, the customers do it every day. Yeah. I, I think the customer is more aware of what that process looks like than the dealership employees. I agree. Yeah.
1: And that's that a happens, sad state of affairs, right?
0: That, that happens all the time. Well, and
1: uh, with whatever the this shift in customer centric customer focused more openness more transparency that i think the world has had but dealerships in in particular that we need to be even more aware of the set expectations of what those brand promises are individual promises because people do they have you know more choice than they've ever had, right? I don't have to go to my local dealer, right? I can shop that same vehicle every dealership in the country. And I might take a drive two hours down or to get Atlanta it delivered. Right. Or have it delivered. Yeah. Right? If you if I find somebody else who is meeting and exceeding their their individual promises and brand promises over You who are promising me the world and you're difficult to engage with and you're not meeting my expectations that you set, right? I think there's nothing more frustrating to a customer than feeling as though you set an expectation for me and you didn't live up to it. Well, Ray, uh, final recaps, thoughts? Uh, So I think just the the two main points here are one, awareness, your Mm -hmm. one word summation which is everybody in the dealership needs to understand what the brand promises of the, of the dealership as a whole, what we're putting out there. And everybody needs to be aware of their own setting of expectations. Everything you tell a customer is setting another expectation. And then the, the other side of that is, is the management of that, right, the further communication. Yeah, the accountability. Right. Good deal.
0: All right. Well, I want to thank everyone for listening to another episode of Saturday Morning Sales Meeting.
1: People who watch, we appreciate you you watching and uh, we ask that you'll join us again. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, you can go to SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com where you can listen to additional episodes, read articles, and learn more about John and Ray.
0: We also cover topics such as automotive sales and service best practices, training, and techniques that you can put in place today to sell more vehicles and write more ROs. Or gain more dollars per RO. To register for a total dealership assessment, you can visit the website for more information or simply send an email to info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. What's that email address again? It's info, Ray, at Saturday dot com. It's info Ray at Saturday morning sales No, Ray, it's just info at Saturday morning salesmeeting.com. So just info at Saturday dot com. You've got
1: it. Great.